welcome to issue 165 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled as villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. Hi, I'm one of your hosts, Mike, and joining me tonight is Steve. Hi, Steve. Hey, Mike. How's it going? Oh, it's going. I'm doing chipper today. How are you? Oh, that's good. I, I'm. Uh, I, I don't want to monkey around on this episode. Let's just get to it. Sure, we'll do. And of course, we are joined by Daniel. Hi, Daniel. 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 Well, don't you just don't it's just stare rude, at us. Rude. Yeah, huh. Daniel, you're you're dropping straw all over the floor. Stop it. Okay. Um. Well. Um. Uh, I know. <laughs> this is normally where we ask him what's on, what's in your mind tonight, Daniel. Anything? Huh? Hmm. Hmm. Hey, Steve. Yeah. What's on your mind tonight? Okay. Uh, well, we wanted to do another Patreon member thank you. So this time around, we're going to thank Kennedy Hawk for his Patreon support. Folks know him from the Marvel Champions Monthly Show. Uh, I just want Kennedy Hawk to realize that just because he's supporting us on Patreon doesn't mean we're going to stop busting on Hawkeye. Um, in fact, I think I'm going to redouble my efforts uh, to really go after Hawkeye. So, <laughs> Hey, I have decided to build twice the Hawkeye decks I did before. Uh, that means twice the protection Hawkeye decks. You will love them. Just for you, Dan. That's so nice of you. All right, well, you know what, though? Let's not get distracted by Hawkeye. Let's keep our eyes on the prize. And that is Dan's generous support of the show. So we have decided to elevate his job here up from cannon fodder, right, to uh, chief officer in charge of mutate potty training. So uh, and we are all out of diapers. So thanks, Kerry Hawk. Couldn't do it without you. Oh, oh, oh. oh, I'm so glad that's not my job anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. All right. Daniel, stop staring at me. I can't even see his eyes behind those cheap sunglasses. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I guess uh, who's doing origin story tonight? What are we talking about? I'm going to do it tonight. Oh! Yeah. We are going to talk all about Gorilla Tactics modular <gasps> set. Oh my God, I love okay. this one. All right. Okay. All right, are you ready for this? Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear right. it. Bring in feces, true believer. The entire Marvel Universe has gone ape. Just when he thinks life can't get any worse or weirder, Marty Blank, a.k.a. that lovable loser, The Gibbon, finds himself and the brilliant and beautiful Dr. Fiona Fitzhugh transported to a world where monkeys rule and humans don't exist. See the spectacular simian, simian city of Monkhattan. Meet the hominoid heroes and villains, Spider Monkey, Doc Octopus, the Iron Mandrill, Simeon Torch, the Ape Avengers, and more! Thrilled to the return of Speedball. Contains no ads, as we are thrilled to present you backup tales exploring the Apeverse. Learn the dark secrets of the primate planet. Worry that the fate of the entire universe is in the hands of the Gibbon. Not a hoax, not a dream, not an imaginary story. Just the most not-to-be-missed miniseries of the season. If you only buy one, well, two, 
comics this month about super-powered, intelligent apes in capes. It must be Marvel Apes. Oh, yeah, and they're vampires, too. <laughs> Dr. Octopus? Dr. Octopus. That's right. Yeah. Uh, okay, so there's a whole bunch of these guys in this Marvel ape-verse sort of thing. We've got Thorangatang. <laughs> Kong the Conqueror. Oh. Um, J. Jonah J. J. Apeson. Okay. Uh, instead of Ultron, we've got Uktron and the Baron Zemook. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh, awesome. Steve, that is fantastic. Uh, equally irrelevant, uh, by the way. Um, I thought you were doing guerrilla tactics. Yeah, gorilla tactics. Gorilla tactics. Gorilla. Wait, did I type something wrong here and look up the wrong thing? Doesn't sound I, like me. I think you pulled a Daniel. Oh, Daniel? He still has nothing to say. Okay. Uh, shoot. I definitely didn't do gorilla tactics. I did gorilla tactics. Oh, shoot. Mm. Well, um, that's okay, because I don't think this set has any lore. Oh, good. Okay. Oh, all right. Uh, just, for our, just for our listeners, that's legitimate. The uh, Apes of Wrath there, that's a real Marvel series from 2008. You can go find that, read that. It's pretty fun. And it's fairly brutal, too. Oh. Uh, there's... There's no prison for the villains. They you either rehabilitate or the monkeys just beat you to death. So, wow. Yeah. Hey, and uh, Spider Monkey actually joins the crew in that series I talked about last week. Oh, the, okay. Into the Spider Verse arc. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh, and s- there's a character in it, Speedball, who does make the. Uh, he's like in six one six normally, and then he goes to this eight verse sort of thing. So, yeah. Okay. Wait. Well. Uh, Wait, 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 wait. Speedball. Speedball, the one who uh, started Civil War inadvertently? That oh, Speedball? It could be. Like, in, in the comic universe, well, okay, in the movie universe, it started because Scarlet Witch does this little whoop de doo accident and blows up, what was it, a delegation or something? In that universe, I believe Speedball blows up a school. Hmm, let's see, Robert Baldwin? That's sounding six one six. He's part of this like C team vigilante group, and things get out of hand really quickly, and a school gets hit. So uh, that's what starts the oh, what's the law? The Superhuman Registration Act. Yeah, it starts okay. that storyline. Uh, huh. Could be him. Could be. He looks human in some of the art, and then he looks simian in some of the other art. So. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, Civil War. I seem to reference cool. him in Civil War. So, I hope I got that right, or that. Yeah, eh. I'm sure someone will tell me. This whole episode's bananas. So who cares? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> All right. Suppose we should look at some cards instead. I guess. Yeah. Let's let's do it. This is this is right from the Sinister Motos box, isn't it? Yes. Uh, the like you said, uh, Sinister Motos box. Seven total cards, five by titles. It is used in the Sinister Six scenario. In fact, it's the only one you use in the Sinister Six scenario. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Uh, Daniel, do you want to read our first card? Daniel, put down those ventilation arms and read the first card. Hmm. Well, shall I do it, Steve? I guess. Okay. 
All right, this is life-size decoy. It is a minion with zero scheme, zero attack. Ooh, ooh, don't write nothing to write home about, right? Five hit points. In expert mode, life-size decoy gains toughness. The engaged player cannot thwart side schemes. With the special boost, put this minion into play engaged with you. And there's two copies in this deck. Okay. Okay. So, you know, it's a thing. It's neat. Um, the artwork's cool. Yeah, it's such an accurate portrayal of Daniel. It's amazing. Yeah, it's they got a, they really got us liking this well. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. I like how you can't thwart side schemes, but you can still go after the main scheme. Uh, I guess you're distracted by the decoy. So. Yeah. Yeah. I I like how it still triggers Gwen Stacy's spider sense, even though it's a zero attack, zero scheme thing. It's like, ooh, what is that? I forgot to do my laundry. Thanks for reminding me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the art is amazing. It's really good. Okay, so it's a bit of a pain, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it could also be like, I don't have any side schemes, so I don't care. Uh, (laughs) Right? All right, let me read you the next one. Uh, From every direction is a treachery. In expert mode, this card gains Surge. Blood revealed, place one threat on the main scheme for each enemy in play. It has zero boost icons, but the darkness dances with sinister motive. Zero. Two of them. There are two of these. Yeah, go ahead, say it. Zero. Okay, we've basically talked about four cards now, because two copies of each, with a combined total of zero boost icons. Yeah. It's not a difficult set so far with boost. <laughs> All right. So place one thread on the main scheme for each enemy in play. At least it's always putting on one. Or is it? Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, because... Instance, yeah, one will can't... appear... One will ambush you if you've actually killed all the villains. Yeah. Oh, you're right. In that scenario, it is possible to not have a villain. Yeah, up until the start of the villain phase, and then it ambushes you, and one comes out. So, right. yeah. It seems unlikely you would kill one off before this card gets flipped. So, like, you're not going to do eight damage to the villain in the villain phase, typically. I mean, you might. So the only way for this to actually whiff is if you kill a side scheme that just happens to, say, reveal an encounter card when you defeat this. Oh, right. Or a a minion that says, although most of them even say just put one in front of you. Yeah, deal yourself. Usually you deal yourself the card or something, so it would come up later. What do you think about the expert mode? Yeah, I was going to talk about that at the end, but now it's fine. I like the idea of in expert mode. I think it's an interesting game space that can be developed where the cards are better in expert mode, but the base card can still be easy or, you know, standard. I don't know. I like the idea. I like the idea. Uh, Yeah, me too. Me too. I actually think I'm always going to play these as if it was expert mode. I normally don't solo. I'll play standard two. But I think I'll play this set with the expert mode because it's a reasonably easy set so far, and maybe we should be talking about this later, but uh, I think this that's a perfect card for Surge. When revealed, yeah, place a threat on the main scheme. Yeah, you want that to Surge. Yeah, because it could be, like you said, one, maybe one to four threat, maybe. You know what I mean? I, unless things are... I mean, in this scenario, you could let it get out of hand, possibly, I suppose. Um, there could be a bunch of villains and things like that, so maybe you get four threat something like that but typically it's like one or two so yes surges it's fine yeah yeah all right well what's the next card the next one is a side scheme called coordinated effort it has six threat and reads each enemy gains one acceleration icon it has 
one boost icon and the special boost, place one threat on each scheme. In expert mode, place one additional threat on the main scheme. Okay. Each enemy gains an acceleration icon, hey? Yeah. Hey, remember last week when there was that minion that gave every enemy an acceleration icon? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be nice. That would be great. And then uh, it's putting some threat out as well if you get it as a boost. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's It's kind of a neat space. I, I like this card a lot, even if it's not super powerful, because there's a lot of choice embedded in this card. Do you want to put the threat down, or are you okay just managing that threat without tackling the side scheme? Or do you want to tackle the side scheme, or would you rather manage it putting your efforts towards killing the enemies in play? Right. Are there are there five enemies out, which means there's five acceleration icons, so is it easier to go after just removing six threat from the side scheme, or do you have no enemies out, so just the villain, so you're just gonna, you know, oh, one acceleration, we can handle it, I can leave this. And then eventually that comes around to bite you in the backside. Yep. So all of a sudden you've got four guys out now. And you're like, oh no. So What's interesting is let's say you do have five enemies out and you decide to go after this. That might mean that there's still five enemies next turn. Yeah, that are going to attack you and stuff. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I, I, I mean, themed well, coordinated effort. This, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, look at Hobgoblin trying to clasp hands with his friends, but he's holding the pumpkin bomb. Yeah, and you've got Dr. Octopus's little arm there. And Electro, too, right? Yeah. So there's three of our six villains so far. Let's see if the art holds up. All right, you're up next, Steve. Hidden in Shadow is a side scheme. It has four threat on it, and it says each enemy gains one hazard icon, has one boost, and the special boost deal one indirect damage to each player. In expert mode, deal one additional indirect damage to the first player. I think this one's even worse than the acceleration one. Hazards? So. For sure, for sure. But it's only four. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's only four. It should still be six, right? I mean. Or scale per player. Yeah, scale per player would be nice. Yeah, have Hinder on there or something. I don't know. Maybe they thought in a four-player game there'd be so many enemies that this is ridiculous. But I don't, I don't know. I don't think it turns out that way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that the boost is. I like that the boost deals extra damage to the first player, even if the first player didn't draw this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I always love when you could like be the third player and get something and be like, "Oh, you're player one. Yeah, you have to deal with it." <laughs> like, like when you deal with uh, someone else's obligation, like Phew, yes, free term to I me. <laughs> yeah, and and whenever I play multiplayer too, that the person who has that obligation also, for whatever reason, had like three other encounter cards in front of them. That turned like here's a fourth one for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so we've got the hobgoblin back in the art. So he showed up twice now. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, Mike, there's one left, unless Daniel's going to read it. Daniel, you want to read this one? No. <sighs> okay. You know Daniel, that Daniel, he's such a stuffed shirt. What a jerk, hey? Yeah. <laughs> stuffed shirt. <laughs> uh, hey, Daniel doesn't realize this, but uh, Steve, did you know, you, you agree with me, teamwork makes the dream work. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Got, you and I have teamwork. Yeah, we got two-thirds of a dream right now. Mm -hmm. It's also a side scheme with five threat that says each enemy gets plus one scheme and plus one attack. Two boost icons plus the special boost. In expert mode, this card gets two additional boost icons. Hey. Okay. All right. Four boost and expert. 
Now we're talking. Yeah. yeah, that's nice. I mean, the rest have just been you know plus one damage, plus one threat. This is this is big. Yeah, if it's one of those where you're like, I'll take it, or you plan to defend with a couple defense points, four boosts is a lot. So yeah, um, and everybody gets plus one scheme, plus one attack. It, I mean, you have to think about getting rid of this card. Yep, you don't have, you can't switch forms to get around it. Oh, good no, point. Good. Yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm re- I'm really loving that four boost. Yeah, unless they chump blocked. Uh, well, yeah, unless better. they chump blocked. So you gotta be playing someone with overkill. I mean, four boost is enough that a protection player might actually, you know, get hurt. Take some damage. Blood might actually be drawn before they heal it up. On the other hand, they could also preemptive strike for four. But uh, <laughs> I, I actually do like I do like the the variance when you throw in a couple four boost icons cards. Spices it up. Yeah, absolutely. All right, and then on the art we have Scorpion and Vulture. So we're missing Craven. Uh, Oh no, we're missing Oops. Craven. Yeah, he should have been on Hidden in Shadow, I think. That feels like him too. He's like he's like a hunter and a stalker, so he could have been hiding <laughs> out. But he's oh well. more like a WW. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's loud and obnoxious. Sure. Yeah, um, uh, like from the eighties. Yeah, you know he could have been in the ring with Hulk Hogan. Oh yeah. He still should have been on one of the art. I think just <laughs> gonna do it. <laughs> yep. Interesting. Interesting that they. To put them on. Yeah. Okay. So the set as a whole, we talked a little bit about the expert mode, which I think is great. Uh, I kind of hope they keep doing some of that. Not me all too. the time, but on some sets, it would be nice. Yeah, me too. Especially these sets that are going to be put into campaign boxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's uh, it's run of the mill in the sense, in that it kind of hits you from every direction. But it's also, oh, well, maybe not. It's it it's got a couple side schemes. Which can be kind of neat, but then these decoys that that prevent you from clearing the side schemes. Yeah, and those decoys now get an acceleration, a hazard. They actually are one-one. Eh? Eh? Okay, that is funny. That your decoy is now a hazard, and that it can scheme. It can scheme against you. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, ah, oh, try to use your dryer now. I took all your venting. <laughs> so if you're playing pure justice and don't want any minions in the deck, this isn't even the set for you because you'll just get held back by decoys and you can't thwart them. <laughs> I can have tough on it too if you're playing, you know, expert. So, yeah. I think it's a fun set. Like I said, it's not like super punishing. I don't think unless you really unless it kind of gets out of hand i i yep. have tried to play it outside of the sinister six and uh i think that's where it could do a little bit better if you have a set if you're playing it alongside a set that's loaded with minions right yeah Dune, inheritors iron spider sinister six uh, space pirates alongside this can really uh be interesting so yep agreed well daniel uh, what do you rate this He must give it a B coy. Uh, Ooh, no. that, uh, that that was bad. Okay, uh, yeah. Ooh. Whoa! Hi! Hey! Wait. I thought there you were over there. Oh, he got us! He got us! Totally got us! Hold on, Daniel. We're taking a straw poll. What grade do you give this set? Yeah. Straw poll. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Okay. That was good. That was good, Steve. 
Um, hmm. I like it. I like it. I like that it encourages playing expert mode. Or discourages it. Or discourages <laughs> it. Or discourages it. It gives you a choice. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's great. I think I'm going to give it a B plus. Okay. Because I like what it does. Placing threat all around. Can't thwart side schemes, acceleration tokens, and all the enemies. It's fun. Yeah. I think I think we somewhat agreed with that, right? I'm going to give it a D. Oh. Yeah. I don't get me wrong. Again, I like what this set does. I'm actually glad this set exists. Okay. But it is not my cup of tea. I am not throwing this in any of my games. Ever, ever? Eh, I'll throw in something that it speaks to me more. And that that's just me. I don't want people should play the way they want to play. This just doesn't do it for me. Have you already gone deeply into the whys of this or is there more you can say? Uh, no, it's the minions are just a minor annoyance that aren't really doing much. Uh, it's yeah. all scheming side schemes. It needs help. It needs a lot of minions or a lot of villains on the table. It was it was tailor-made for this one scenario. Yeah. And I feel like if you take it out of this scenario and put it somewhere else, it's either going to flop or yeah, it's just kind of mad. Like, there's very few boost icons. It's just not a very powerful set. I want something with it just a bit more punch. Again, that's just me. That's all but it is. there is something to be said about having more choices in the not-so-powerful modular set list. Oh, yeah. That's why I said I, you know, I am yeah. glad this exists, because yeah. someone out there is going to really like this set. And someone out there who almost likes this set but thinks it's a touch weak is going to say, oh, great, I can play it in Expert. I'm really glad they did that. I'm not playing it. All right. That, is that fair? I'm reading it for me, not for you guys. Sure, yeah. sure. Totally makes sense. I mean, I don't think anyone's going to argue that it's not like an S-tier power level bet. No. Right? I mean, yeah. it, it, you're right, Mike. It's totally dependent on what you're putting it with. Like, it's got to be a plus one set. We've had a couple of those. You know, like, you add it after another one that you add. Yeah. Yeah, although the ones that you normally do tend to be the ones with side schemes. And you always say it's because it doesn't have any minions in it. <laughs> <laughs> so we have all these plus ones with all these side schemes now okay okay right. that's this should be neat, fun with the inheritors though this is a neat like that. discussion though because if anyone who's engaged with the life-size decoy cannot thwart side schemes what if you do put it in one of those side scheme crazy scenarios right which which the sinister six that it goes in starts with those side schemes and you only win by clearing those side schemes right right so, yeah yeah, but uh, you know some of the modular sets that have these crazy side schemes in them. Yeah, galactic artifacts, something like that. Yeah, Hella, this could be weird in Hella. Mm. It could totally yeah. throw your tempo off. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> See, take a step yeah. back, a little okay. bit about applications, okay. and but I mean, C minus then. C there minus. you go. There okay. you go. I think that's a little more fair grade because it's not like this doesn't change up what's happening on the table, right? Yeah. But you got to really think about how it can be best applied. And I think that's an, a nice thing. Have you counted the boost icons from every direction? Um, <laughs> there doesn't seem to be a or total very many coming from every direction. One, two, uh, three, four. There's four, maybe six boost icons. Yeah. For the entire set. For the yeah. entire set, yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. So, Mike, how do the good folks get a hold of us? Hey, folks. I want you to get a hold of us. And you know what? I want you to try to change my mind. What have you thrown this in? How has this improved your gaming experience? 
email us at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We are Critical Encounters on Facebook, and you can find our YouTube channel or Patreon by searching for Critical Encounters Podcast. And on Discord, we are Vardane, Big Foam Loaf, and Wandering Took. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Steve, take us out. I should have known better. Sure, it looks exactly like Daniel, but didn't smell as bad. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. Okay.